Welcome to the My Creative Days podcast, where we will talk about all things DIY, home decor, decorating tips, and creating a beautiful home on a budget. I am hoping our time together will spark a creative idea, help you plan your next DIY, or inspire you to finally tackle that project you keep putting off. Grab your favorite cup of motivation and let's chat. Hello, and welcome back to another podcast. Today, I kind of I want to talk about flipping furniture and the difference between custom work slash commissioned pieces and doing your own pieces. So, um, basically, so uh, so commissioned pieces or custom work is basically where a person, a client, a customer will have a piece of furniture that they, maybe it's in their home, maybe it's a piece of furniture that they have found that they want to bring to you to make over, paint, refinish, whatever it is that they are um, that they are wanting to get done. Your own pieces are pieces that you would obviously go out and find and you would make them over, you know, based on your um your your goals are you you know are you, you what what will sell and those kinds of things so those are basically the two different kinds of things that I'm talking about today this recently came up inside the creative squad which is my um, private coaching uh, group every I, it's every month um, and we were kind of talking about the difference between commissioned work custom work and then finding your own pieces so a little backstory um i started flipping furniture for our home like that was just that was just what i um did to decorate our home and then um family and friends started buying some of the pieces that i did and then early 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 on i did do a couple of pieces um for other people like they would bring me their pieces um and that quickly stopped now, I know a lot of people have um, like are only doing custom work and it works amazing and they truly enjoy it. And I think it just depends. So if this is something you've been thinking about, um, maybe you're somebody that's flipping furniture and selling what you're doing um, like on your own, but you're having people ask you, um, can I bring you a piece or I've got a dresser or, you know, I want to go find a dresser to fit our bedroom. Would you make it over if I find it? Uh, I get those questions all the time. Um, and so you're, you're trying to decide if you want to do custom work and kind of what that looks like. So I just thought I'd go over because we we kind of just discussed this um, in my group. And I thought that it would be a good kind of like just a good um, a good thing to talk about here. If it's something you've been thinking about or something um, you're kind of deciding about which way you want to go or if you want to add custom work to what you're already doing. So for me, the whole custom work, it quickly died <laughs> because, I mean, because of many reasons. Um, and some of those I'm going to go over here in this list I kind of made. Um, and I'll kind of talk about that as I go through these lists. So basically, um, for your own pieces. So you're at thrift stores, yard sales, estate sales, wherever you're going to find pieces. Um, you have complete freedom. You have complete freedom about what piece you're going to pick up, what kind of repair work you're going to do, what kind of um, what you're like comfortable with leaving and, and comfortable with, um, um, you know, picking up and bringing home. You are you have complete control over the makeover, what color you choose, 
um, the hardware you put on, you know, all that kind of stuff. And when I say complete control, there is one thing that you will obviously always have to have into consideration if you are selling these pieces is you're going to obviously want to make it over so that it sells, you know. And so I talk about in my course, Learn to Flip with Lindsay, there are certain things that you definitely need to be thinking about when you're flipping furniture for profit. You you have to do certain things because your goal is to sell these pieces, right? So um, you know, there are certain pieces you shouldn't be picking up. There are certain, um, after you do, there's like this whole, um, there's this phase that you should be doing initially that I go over inside the course that um, if it doesn't kind of check off those boxes or you you don't know your market, then you definitely shouldn't be doing it. So, so you do have complete freedom, but yet you do have to kind of have those parameters of, you know, what will sell, if that makes sense. Um, so like if you really wanted to bring home this little chest of drawers and paint it hot pink and bright yellow, but you know that will definitely not sell in your market wherever you are selling. I mean, so there's where your kind of freedom, you're feeling like you want to be colorful and stuff with it, but you know that it won't sell. Um, that's what I'm kind of saying. So uh, you got to kind of keep that in mind. With a commissioned piece or a custom piece, you don't have as much freedom. So usually with that, you know, they will have a color in mind. They will have a style in mind. They will have hardware choices maybe of their own. They will have, um, you know, maybe they'll bring you um, an inspiration piece that they want you to have it look like, if that makes sense. So you're definitely working within their, what they envision for the piece and what they want to use it for. So you kind of just lose that, that kind of freedom um, to do what you want, if that makes sense. Okay, so for your, um, and so for me, that kind of lack of freedom kind of lost the whole custom work for me. I just, I didn't like, so I'll just stop there. I'm not gonna, I won't go into, because I'm gonna go into these other things and I just don't wanna, I just don't wanna lose you here. So another thing with custom work to think about is that there's some pressure behind it, right? Like you're you're working for somebody else already. When you are flipping a piece of furniture for profit, um, custom work or not, you kind of are working for somebody else. But if you've got a custom piece coming in, like you've already sold it, right? <laughs> you don't have to find your buyer. Um, so there's a little bit of pressure behind there. Okay, they wanted a certain color. They want the hardware to look like this. They want the style to look like this. They need a cop top coat. They want it a little bit distressed on the sides. They want, like you've constantly got these, these parameters. We're gonna, that's the word of the day today, I guess, um, that you have to work within to get it exactly what they want. So there's that added pressure with custom work. Now, when you're working on your own pieces, you will definitely find a, uh, a, uh, you know, you'll, you'll know, oh, this piece will look amazing in this color. The hardware should be this. You just kind of, it's, it's, it kind of goes with that freedom again. There's just not as much pressure with your own pieces. Um, and, and in these lists, when I'm going between the two, there is some positive and negatives with both. And you will kind of see as I'm going through the list, um, that it's not like all one way, like it's definitely not, uh, so there's just less pressure when you're working on your own pieces. Um, the best custom work, one of the best things about it, you've got a buyer. You don't have to you don't have to sell it, you don't have to list it, you don't have to stage it, you don't have to do all that extra work. You've already got a buyer. Like that's amazing. Um, with your own piece, you don't have a buyer. So you do have to 
stage it, you know, describe it, write the listing, list it, you know, and then wait for a buyer. So you don't have a confirmed buyer with your own pieces. Something else to think about. Um, another thing with custom work, which you may find that you really enjoy, is that you don't have to be out hunting for pieces. Like if you're just going to do custom work, all the pieces are brought to you or you pick up their pieces. I mean, whatever you you agree on, but you're not actually having to physically take up the time, um, effort and all of that to go and find pieces with your own pieces. That is definitely part of your weekly like to do list <laughs> is looking for pieces to flip. So um, just kind of depending on which way you want to go. That's something else to think about. Custom work, your time frame, you're usually, now I say usually, um, you're usually working on somebody else's time frame. And you know, you may get into a piece and it's like, oh no, now I've got to totally like repair this and I didn't even know this was part of it, you know, or I didn't see that this needed to be repaired when I told them it was going to only take two weeks. Now it's going to add at least a week or, you know, whatever it is. Um, so you're kind of working in their time frame. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully if you have all your paperwork and agreements and all of that filled out right if you do not have that paperwork we got we give them all to you they're all done for you inside my course learn to flip with Lindsay please make sure you have those um you have those filled out correctly um with all these kinds of things because to go with this one you need to have somewhere in your agreement your contract that says you know, I, I will be done if, if you're putting a time frame on it or, or they have a time frame. I'm, I will be done in two weeks unless unless I get into this makeover and, you know, the whole top falls off or whatever it is like, OK, there may be it may not be two weeks. So, again, if you don't have a contract, if you get into my into my course, all of that's provided for you. If you're somebody that have, you've been doing your own pieces and you want to get into custom work and commission pieces, you definitely have to have those contracts and those forms in place before you take your first, before you even take your first call or even look at another piece that you're, or somebody else's piece that you would do custom work for. You have to have those in place. Um, and like I said, we do have those all done for you. You just have to fill in your name and, you know, your business name, uh, but they're all done for you. All of that's thought of and, and done for you inside the, inside the, um, the course and we will leave a link to the course in the show notes here so you know and obviously with your own pieces you're working on your own time you know so you work you know when i started when i started doing more and more of these to sell i was working nap times nights and weekends like that's all i could fit it in because i had little kids and i had other kids i was watching here in our home so i just fit it in when i could so i wasn't on anybody else's timeline it was just me when i could get it done so that's kind of a the difference between the two um Though one of the highlights of doing custom work is you can uh, you can command more money. You can the money is usually uh, higher. It's a better uh, profit. I shouldn't say profit. It, the money is usually higher for custom work than uh, what it, doing your own piece. So um, because with a custom thing, you are doing everything they want you to do. Your your own piece, you kind of have more freedom and. Um, but for them to get custom work, they come to you and tell you exactly exactly what they want. You've got some experience and you've got some pieces under your belt. You're the expert. So they need to pay for that expert working on this piece exactly how they want it, if that makes sense. Um, let me see. 
so so along with custom work you need forms paperwork uh contracts agreements um we also have like a care form and some other things we have inside the course uh, that like those are imperative. Those are so important. You have to have all of those. And then with your own pieces, you don't have all of those. You can obviously send in, send a care care note with the piece on how to care for it and all of that. But you don't have all the, that other the contract and all of that uh, to go with it. Um, with the custom work, clients may pick up the supplies. So depending on how your con how your contract is set up, your client may be the one that's going to pick up the paint. The paint brushes, the paint rollers, the top coat, the hardware, the whatever else they want, the sandpaper, um, that may be part of your contract. Where when you're working on your own pieces, that's another thing that you have to handle on your own. You're picking up all the supplies you need for every piece that you're doing. <clears throat> um, for, let's see. So, you have complete, so so kind of to get back to my story. So this last one that I'm just going to talk about here is um, you have complete creative, you know, freedom on the piece if you're doing your own pieces. You you get to, you know, and that's, that's what I love about making over furniture or any of the projects that I do um, is that it's that creative outlet for me. And um, I found that when I was doing the commissioned or the custom work, it, that lack of creative freedom and like, okay, she wants this red, but I really think this should be green or, you know what I mean? Or like, oh my gosh, does she even know how good this would look if this was this color or if she would have chose this hardware, it would be so amazing. And so <clears throat> you're still going to do what they want to do, but I was, it kind of took the joy out of it for me, if that makes sense. I love to just give me a piece of furniture. Um, I will envision it. I will know the color, you know, some, some take me longer than others, but I can envision what it'll look like. I just, um, whereas, you know, when you're working on a customs piece, you just don't have that full creative flow and like you're restricted a bit. And so for me, that's why the custom work ended. I just, it just took the joy out of the process for me, if that makes sense. There was more pressure for me. <clears throat> I just, I, I, it just as a creative person, it just, it just wasn't a good fit for me. And I'm glad I learned that early on because I do, um, I, I'm coaching and, and teaching women that are doing a lot of custom work and they are learning the hard way, you know, like they didn't, they didn't uh, price it out for the amount of work that they had or, and that stuff that we do all inside. Um, we do it in the course and then the people that stay on in the monthly coaching creative squad, um, you know, we work one-on-one -on -one with them with their pieces and, um, you know, they can, you know, if they're going to start custom work, they get to, you know, they put a picture of a table and chairs or something, um, in the group. And then, you know, it's so, it, it's one of my favorite things. It's just to see other flippers, um, and people that are doing this as a business come in and say, oh my gosh, those chairs, they are too detailed. Like you have got to charge this and this and this for those chairs because, once you get into it, you know, for somebody that's never know, done chairs and doesn't know how much work that goes into chairs and things, you know, we are there to say, no, wait, no, wait, <laughs> you've really got to think about this. Like, let us help you with that. And so it's like one of the biggest benefits um, inside that private coaching group. And um, I do go over, um, you know, pricing and things like that inside the, the course as well. But 
So that's kind of where my journey with the whole commissioned and doing my own pieces kind of landed me. Um, but like I said, I know some people that would much rather um, just do commission pieces because you aren't guaranteed. That's another thing too. Um, you aren't guaranteed to find pieces, you know, when you're picking up your own pieces and doing your own pieces. So um, with the custom work, like most of the people inside, I'm trying to think, inside our group, <clears throat> I mean, they are booked out months ahead with commissioned and, and custom work. Months ahead. So, I mean, like, I am I am uh, recording this in the beginning of April, and I know one of them is booked out through September right now. I mean, it's crazy. It's so amazing, and it's so good. Um, but, but, yeah, so you just kind of, there's no right or wrong way. You kind of, you will definitely find your flow, and I know a lot of people that do a mix of both. Um, you know, they'll they'll do their own pieces and it usually starts out like you kind of do your own pieces for your home or or, you know, you just try try to do a furniture flip and then friends and family start noticing and then it just kind of grows from there. Um, but I do know people that do a mix of both. Just, you know, they they do their own pieces when they're having to fill in gaps when they don't have a custom order. Um, and then if they do have custom orders, they will still find pieces and then just kind of store those in the, you know, store those away until they get their custom work done. And then if they, like I said, they've got that gap in the custom work, they'll just work on those pieces that they've kind of found and um, still have in the, still have in the wings for when they're not as busy and then can still get that income and, and make that money. So, so yeah, I hope this was helpful. Um, definitely check out the link to the course and we will put a link for the private monthly uh coaching group that we have as well. Uh, both are phenomenal. Uh, I would love to help you on your flipping journey, but this is a good uh, kind of this, this, it's not really a debate. It's like this, do I do commission work or do I just do my own? Can I do a mix? This just kind of gave you, I just wrote down some of the key differences, um, positive and negative between both to kind of just give you some things to think about. Um, so yeah, so if you have any questions, if you would like some more information about the course or the group, definitely reach out to me at lindsay at mycreativedays.com. You can also um, DM me on Instagram at mycreativedays. I'd love to um, touch base with you there as well. But, um, but yeah, so that's all I had for today. I will talk with you guys again next week. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm grateful that you tune in every week and that you share the show with your family and friends. I love having creative chit chats with you. And my hope is that this podcast will inspire you to try a new project, start a DIY that you've been putting off and decorate your home exactly how you want it. There are a few ways you can help us with the podcast. Follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you could take a few minutes to leave the podcast a review, that would help us so, so much. Again, thank you for being here. And I look forward to our chat next week. Bye-bye.